What's up and welcome back to the Walton the Wolves podcast. I'm Charlie and before we get into anything, um, I wanted to apologize. I've not been as active um, over here with the podcast and YouTube videos as I wanted to be this season. Shocker. Um, the, the plan heading into the year was to make a podcast pretty much breaking down every game, but it's just not necessary with my Twitter coverage and then the stuff I'm writing on, you know, for zone coverage. I really just haven't had found the, the need to put an article out after every game. Still, I apologize if you were looking forward to that. Um, I don't really imagine why my articles, in my opinion, or sorry, my podcast, my opinion, are not too well. I don't. I, I, I'm still try, pretty much trying to learn how to talk in a microphone. Um, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about D'Angelo Russell, who's been the most talked about player on the Timberwolves roster in terms of trades um, and turmoil as well. Um, so. Shams just put out an article today, um, and I'm just going to read it off here. He says, the Timberwolves have a major decision to make with Neangelo Russell, who's on an expiring $21.3 million contract with no signs of an extension. The team would lose his salary slot if he leaves as a free agent, so Minnesota has been exploring trade possibilities for Russell while prioritizing another point guard. Again, that was just from Shams in his recent article with The Athletic. Um... You know, so the thing with D'Lo and the thing I want to bring up first is he's putting up 17 points per game this season, and he didn't start the season off too well. Uh, you know, we're get, we're going to get more into his stats. Um, but all in all, I think most people have not been pleased with, with his play. Uh, I mean, we can start there. The, the consensus belief, in my opinion, around the Timberwolves fan base has been Delo's not been consistent. He's not been what they were hoping for. And I think the same can be said for, for pretty much the entire Timberwolves roster to an extent. I mean, the way they've played has not been how we would have, we would have hoped. Ants looked and Ants looked really well, really good. Um, you know, he, he should be, I think, and will be hopefully an all-star. Um, and aside from him, Nas Reed's been good. Austin Rivers has picked up uh, Kyle Anderson, but I mean, you can, the, the case can be made for most guys on the Wolves roster that have not had a great start to the season. Um, and we're, you know, officially halfway through, excuse me. So it's been a lot for guys to learn. And D'Angelo Russell, in my opinion, had the uh, the most difficult task at hand um, when, the, when the Wolves traded for Gobert. You know, he has a new pick and roll partner. And now he has to figure out, okay, when am I going to be a pass first point guard? When am I going to be a score first point guard? And I mean, that's hard to do, especially for someone who's bounced around the league as much as D'Lo has. And he, you know, D'Lo's not had any consistency, um, but I'm going to digress from that for now. Let's go back. So, you know, any player who, from the, from the eye of, of, you know, the media and fans, you know, and, and, and those types of people, any player who's under exceeding in their eyes or is going to be brought up in trade rumors and discussions and, has D'Angelo Russell put up, you know, 22 points plus per game? No, he hasn't. I mean, was that the expectation? Not for me, at least. I didn't think that was an expectation for him heading into the year. Um, however, I do think the, the, the I don't want to say hate. I mean, he's definitely gotten hate, but like, I want to say like the, like the, the the level of upsetness is not that's not a word, but that that has um came for D'Angelo Russell so far. I don't think has been warranted. Uh, but like every player 
who's 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 you know not been great in the eyes of like I said the media and the fans they're going to be involved in trade talks it's just what's going to happen and you know like this like like Shams's article said this is he's making 31.3 million dollars this season and it's the last year of a four year 117 million dollar contract he signed back in 2019 uh with the Brooklyn Nets and then gets traded to the Golden State Warriors He's not worth $31 million. We can agree on that. That's a lot of money. Um, and when he signed that deal back in 2019, he was worth that. I mean, he came off an all-star season. Um, twenty-eight, The 2018-19 season, D'Lo put up 21 points per game, seven assists on 36% from three, 43% for the floor in 81 games played, leading a young Brooklyn Nets team to the playoffs um, and really having a resurgent. Uh, season after you know kind of the fallout he had with the Lakers um so so the the thing is Dilo won't won't sign an extension with the Wolves I don't think as as Shams mentioned that there's no signs of an extension coming and for obvious reasons like I just said I don't think he's worth that money however I don't think I like the best case scenario, I think with 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 D'Lo is I don't see a world where he can end up back with the Wolves, and it's 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 sad because I really do think he's doing well here. I think you know, so th- through the last twenty games, he's putting up twenty points per game, six assists on fifty percent from the floor, forty one percent from three, ninety three percent from the free throw line. And while I'm on the topic of those those shooting splits, D'Lo is shooting a career best. Um, he's shooting 46% from the floor this season, 36% from three, um, which isn't, you know, I mean, when you're talking career bests, but he's he's shoot, he's having one of his best seasons shooting the ball. And that's been the one thing that people have been the most upset with, I think, and concerned with over his career is his, is his, is his shot percentage. And along with his improved shot percentage, I think is his, his shot um, IQ has he's the type of player where it's like a oh no oh no oh yes shooter which means he takes a bad shot you think he's gonna miss and he hits it and you know a momentum shifting shot and you know like guys like James Harden were like that right back when he was in Houston and you know still to some extent um but with D'Lo people always bring up the the argument okay well let's say D'Lo does put 20 points per game right well, that, why is Ant not being the number one option if Ant's out there on the floor? And, I mean, to be quite frank, it's like this offense is so good that it's going to be anyone's night. It could be anyone's night. It could be Ant's, Gobert's, Delos, Cat's when healthy, um, McDaniel's, anybody up and down the roster. And that's one thing I think Delo doesn't get enough credit for is knowing his role. He knows in games where he has to be a scorer, primary scorer. When he has it working, the offense will give him the ball. Uh, maybe not as much as he would hope for, but like he will be the number one option. And then when he doesn't need to be, when Ant's having a good day, you know, or 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 what what have you, right? Like Dilo doesn't have to have the ball in his hands, scoring to make an impact. He's an incredible passer. He makes the offense flow, and that's why. Just you know, in in a nutshell, why it's just it's going to be a bummer. Would the Wolves be wise to trade Dilo this season? You know, mid season. I mean, the short answer is yes, um, depending on what you can get for him. It's, I just don't see a market for D'Lo right now, and I haven't for a while. Um, 
dating back to when the Wolves were looking to trade D'Lo to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. It's like there wasn't a market there for him. The Sixers had no interest in, in D'Lo, and, you know, they got they ended up getting James Harden and, you know, got a pretty damn good deal for him. But there's, like I said, the market is just, it scares me. Um, Kyle Lowry has been a name that's been brought up, and I'm sure the Heat would love to have D'Angelo Russell. Um in exchange for Kyle Lowry, and it wouldn't be just a straight-up deal. And I also heard that the Wolves aren't interested in Kyle Lowry for obvious reasons. I mean, why would you get anything? Lowry is, I'm pretty sure, uh, 36. Yeah, he's 36 years old. He's on, like, I think he's got one year left on his on his deal. Um, let me just look it up real quick. So, yeah, so Lowry signed a three-year, $85 million deal back in 2021. And he'll have this season, then one more season, and next next year he's gonna be making twenty nine uh, million. Uh, so, <clears throat> just that, looking at that alone, like the whole Kyle Lowry, D'Angelo Russell swap, or even if you toss a couple picks in there, heading heading to Minnesota, I I don't like that. Nor do I really foresee that happening. Like the Wolves, like I said, don't have interest in them. Um, the other name that was brought up just recently today by Shams, uh, here I'm going to read this off. Uh, the Timberwolves and Clippers are expressing interest in Jazz guard Mike Conley. Uh, and Conley this season is putting up 10 points per game, 7 assists, and 2 rebounds. Uh, the Con- like, So when I first saw this, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I think I'm going to be writing an article about it. Um, so actually, I'm really not going to talk too much about that. I don't want to, you know... Uh, wreck an article, but I'll, I'll say this bottom line, Conley's 35. He's got good, he's got good chemistry with Gobert, but would it be worth it? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, like I said, he's 35. So that alone trading D'Lo for a 35 year old to the Utah jazz who you know, I hate to break it to you. The wolves don't have great trade history with Utah. Um, you know, Walker Kessler just put um, 2020 on the wolves last night. So, or yesterday afternoon. And, we can, we can all, we're not, I'm not going to sit here and talk about that and ball my eyes out talking about the trade that happened and hindsight's always 2020 um, after the fact. So, uh, I digress from that. Uh, I haven't heard many other names. I've heard Fred Van Vliet as someone the Wolves fan base has been interested in. Uh, don't know why the Raptors would, would want to make a deal like that. It's tough with D'Lo because if he were to walk in free agency, like for some reason I thought that um, he the the wolves would be able to just obtain, you know, his what thirty some million dollars and just have that for cap. But the wolves are in the luxury. Um, I was talking with Tom Schreier and he told me that wolves in luxury. So they're I'm pretty sure they're not going to have that right. I think that I think Shams even mentioned that. So I don't know why I was thinking they'd be able to uh, retain that. He said uh, the team would lose his salary slot if he leaves as free agent. So we, they would they would lose that that money, that thirty some million dollars or whatever. Um, now the other thing is an extension, right? Or not extension, re-signing him in the offseason to a cheaper deal. So here's the thing: what scares me with that is like, what are you going to have a pinky promise to like? Like, if you know me, you know I'm a huge Delo fan, probably more so than the next guy. Um, I actually was able to meet him at a game, the, the Warriors. Uh, we're in target. I forget. I mean, a couple months ago, and uh, Dilo brought me and my mom down to the floor, and it was it was sweet. He signed some shoes for us. He met us. It was great. He's a great guy. 
Um, so I try not to be biased in that regard, right? Um, but I'm I'm a big Delo fan. Like I said, I think he brings a lot to this to this Wolves team. However, I mean, going back on it, it's like the Wolves offered Delo a, a good deal back in 2019 to sign with the team, and he you know wanted to go play in Golden State with you know Curry was injured, but you know have Curry there to coach him, play in a warm climate in a big market. Who would say no to that deal, right? And and so, like it's it's all a business, right? I don't think if if Tim Conley were to sit down with Delo today and say, "Hey, we really want to keep you here in the future," would you be willing to take a pay cut with the same role you have now um, to stay here? But we have to wait till the off season to to sign you to a deal once you become a free agent. Um, would Delo do that? I don't think he would. Even if he said he would, I don't. I mean. I think there's other teams out there that could give him a little bit of a bigger role, maybe more money. I don't know if a bigger role is necessarily coming to him. Um, and like Champ said, there's no signs of an extension uh, for obvious reasons. He's not worth that, whatever, $37 million. And I always circle back to this. I'm going to circle back again. I just feel bad for D'Lo. Like, I, tr- I truly do. Um, he's bounced around so much, and he finally found a home in Minnesota. And he his type of talent is I don't players that sign those big deals and to me deals not like you know a horrible contract it's not good right now but it's not like you know I I hate to say it but you know I love Gorgie Zhang he's my probably my you know favorite player of all time but I mean he signed that huge deal with the Wolves I mean that just he wasn't worth that and you can go down the list Luol Dang with the Lakers sign a massive deal um, just it's, it's everywhere. And when that happens, it's just tough for guys to like make a name for themselves after that, I feel. And it's like, I think Delo's got the potential to still be a point guard or still be an all-star point guard. He's entering his prime. He's in his prime, whatever you want to say. He's around his prime. And it's, it's like, I don't think Conley is even thinking about giving him that, that extension. Um, however, I, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna shock a lot of people. I think Deal's playing a lot better now, of course. But if the Wolves do make a playoff push, which, I, which they are kind of right now, and I see them doing, I think he's he's gonna prove like invaluable to the chemistry that Gobert's gonna build because it's gonna happen. The Gobert's gonna play well. He's started to play really well. Like things are starting to look around. The only reason I don't like, I'm not a fan of the Walker Kessler trade is because I keep. Or, sorry. See, great. This is what we're talking. We're not talking about the Rudy Gobert trade anymore. It's the Walker Kessler trade. Um, but the thing that I that just bothers me, it's like about that trade. I'm I'm gonna kind of go off track for a little bit here. Is what if the Wolves are to stamp hat with that and just you know not get Gobert? And this isn't to say Gobert's not going to work out. And I truly do think Gobert is going to be a great player for the Wolves and do exactly what he's doing right now at a higher level. And fans are they're not going to be able to get over the price tag that was put on him. Um, but I keep circling back. What if the Wolves stood pat and they didn't not really stood pat, but like they kept Walker Kessler, they kept Pat Bev. Maybe you got rid of Beasley. I don't think so. You keep Vando, who's a decent shooter in the corners now and continues to you know wreak havoc in the paint on both sides. And then maybe you go sign a JaVale McGee or a Nerlens Noel or trade for Nerlens Noel, but you know, you go sign a JaVale McGee or something like that, make a smaller move. And I know Finch at the end of last season said the Wolves reached their 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 ceiling, but I mean I I don't think they did. I really think the chemistry could have taken them or taken them a lot farther than they were last season. But um, I'm going to digress because I'm just going to get upset about it. Uh, but 
circling back to D'Lo here, um, of course, now I lost my train of thought because I'm still thinking about Walker Kessler and how good he's been. Um, so let's circle back to D'Lo here. Um, so yeah, I think the whole D'Lo like fit, it's, it's been a work in progress, but I don't think he's been like, like, like as bad as people. Okay. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, yeah. So it's really just a bummer with D'Lo is it feels like when he's on a team, like I just got done talking about it, he's bounced around the league and he finally found a home with the wolves. And like I said, it's been hard on him, I think, and to, to get acclimated with Gobert, as it is for everybody on the team. Um, I think it's been a situation his whole career where he gets comfortable with a certain team, like the Wolves, right? Where it's like, okay, now you, you implement a whole new scheme, which is hard on everybody. And you, you, you the point guard, it's always going to be hardest on, especially floor general point guard like D'Lo. And now it's like, okay, his name's in trade talks. And he's heard the rumors. He's there's he there he, an article got put on Bleacher Report about, you know, him saying, I'm not gonna I don't wanna butcher the quote, but him saying something like, you know, if you have my talents, you know, don't fuck it up or something, right? Whatever he said, something similar to that. It kind of felt like direction toward the front office and like maybe some of the fans. Um and I do think Deal is underappreciated in that regard where he's it's getting to a point where you can't you can't use that 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 scapegoat of like oh he's bounced around but I still think it's been a thing where it's like okay you spent two years in L A spent two years in Brooklyn spent half a year in Golden State now you spent four almost four years uh, with the Wolves and have had pretty good results in my opinion the thing that is keeps getting held over his head is his money is the contract and for for good reason um, and it just seems like he's stuck in a rut right now where it's like he gets signed to this deal and now, okay, now you got to find another team to go to build up chemistry there. And, you know, going back to the whole trade thing with D'Lo, it's like people are like pushing to get another point guard, you know, like, like a Mike Conley or something like that. And it's like the wolves have Jordan McLaughlin on their team. And I don't want to say like D'Lo's time in Minnesota is for sure done. Maybe he can figure something out. Maybe he really does want to stay in, in Minnesota. We don't get told everything as 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 fans as as the community as you know whatever right deal may really like it here he's he's building he's he's growing you know raising a family he's got a girlfriend he's got a just a, a newly born kid maybe and he's got friends here and he, he it looks like he likes playing here maybe maybe he will stay maybe he will tell tim Conley, yeah if you sign me to a cheaper deal this off season i'll do it i'll stay i'd love to see that um but if he doesn't right and i really I think the, what needs to happen is there, need, there needs to be a transparent conversation between Connolly and, 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 and Russell and just say, Hey, what you, what do you want? Do you, do you want to stay here? And do you want us to press to try to resign you? Um, could Kami can be open and be like, we really don't think, you know, you're, you're worth the money you're making. Do you want, can we sign you to a cheaper deal this off season? Or do you want to go elsewhere and try to make similar money, get traded? And if he's like, you know, I, I, I think I'm worth what I am. And, do with that as you will, then, then yeah, you can explore the trade. Um, I, like I said, there's not much of a market for him and maybe you just, you trade him for a, 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 you know, cap filler and picks and you get those, some of those picks back from that you, you lost in that go bear trade. Um, Cause like I said, they have Jordan McLaughlin who's injured, but man, is he good. And, you know, I don't think it's, it's a situation where it was with like Malik Beasley and Jalen Noel last season with like the log jam they had where like, it's either Beasley played or Noel played. There's no one in the middle. 
I think McLaughlin is still a ways away from like really not that far away from, but like really being a starting caliber point guard. I now having said that, I do think he is a starting caliber point guard. I think he can be one. Um, he plays just so well with anybody, especially Nas, which I could bring him up um, with the whole saga with not really his, his isn't a saga. D'Lo's situation is kind of a saga right now. Um, but, you know, McLaughlin's ability to just to, to push the pace, he g- plays good defense. He has a pass versus guard. He's he's shown an improved, excuse me, an improved three-point shot. Um, makes me think it's like, well, you know, what about running him at point guard if you can't get a solid younger point guard in the trade market? And that's the biggest thing with like a Tim Con or sorry, a Mike Conley, who's 35. It's like the Wolves aren't in their prime right now. Most of their guys, they, they definitely went more toward a win-now mindset with Kyle Anderson. Uh, Bryn Forbes, Austin Rivers, they re-signed Torian Prince last year. Um, but you have a, you still have a very young core. Towns, I think, is in his prime right now. I think this is his prime. Like these, within these coming seasons, is his, his prime. Towards the end of the prime. And that's, speaking of prime, that's one of the reasons I was, I don't like, I've never been a fan. I was a fan of the, of the Bear trade when it first happened. I'm not going to lie. I was shocked. I didn't sleep for a few nights, but I never, it never almost never works out where a team trades for a player in their prime and that team that traded for him like benefits. If the Wolves come in a championship with the Gobert, it worked. That's all that matters. I don't care. I do I, you know, is that a possibility that happens? Sure. Is it gonna happen soon? No. Um, you know, Ant, I think, needs to become the Batman and Cat needs to be the Robin for that to happen. And that's just right back to it. Ant's incredibly young. He's twenty one years old and he's putting up all star numbers and like a lot of people need to slow down with him. It's like, he is so young. Like, I know I'm not really in a place to talk because I'm 17 myself, but you know, he's just young. He's he's got an old soul and it's under, it's, it's easy because he puts up these incredible numbers and he's just got this charisma around him where it's easy to just kind of be like, forget he's 21 and forget the Timberwolves as a core are still young. You know, that, that starting group McDaniels is going to be a piece for a long time. Um, and it's easy to forget they're so young, but you know, having said that, it's like, do you really want to to make a trade for a 35 year old guard, Mike Conley, um, who's not who is past his prime? Like I said, deals in his prime, entering his prime, whatever. Do you really want to make that move? Like, I don't think Tim Conley wants to make two moves like that in one like season, pretty much. Like. It's. I wish D'Lo just had one more year on this contract, and I know I've. It was nice to say it last season, right? And I truly thought that D'Lo was going to get an extension with Tim Conley. I thought, you know, from what I heard, Conley really liked D'Lo, and D'Lo wanted to get an extension last summer. And I think I'm not going to speak out of turn here, but maybe D'Lo wasn't happy with not getting an extension. Maybe he was like, "Why did you not give me the money I wanted? Why didn't you, you know, whatever to, to Tim Conley?" And I mean, I th- I'd say Conley did enough for one off season. You know, I mean, that's a pretty splashy move um, in itself to go get the, you know, best defender who's in his, what, early 30s. Um, so, you know, if the Wolves ultimately do move on from D'Lo, I, I wouldn't be opposed to getting a cat filler. Maybe, you know, a forward. I've heard Gary Trent Jr. is someone who the Wolves, who Wolves fans have liked a lot and would have liked in a trade. Um, but like I said, the market, I mean, it's like, it's tough with D'Lo and, I'll be really interested to see what a deal for Dilo looks like if it does transpire. Um, you know, it, it it may just be picks and a, and a you know a a filler guard who turns out to be solid or is solid. Um, 
but I did want to touch briefly on Nas just because I brought him up. I'm not going to go too deep into him here. Uh, pause. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it here. Um, but he's been a name brought up in conversations. Uh, and like the Wolves are going to have a decision to make with him because he's not going to be um, like, like he is a starting caliber center slash power 46 foot nine, six, 10 ish. Um, he's an incredible offensive talent, and now he's showing flashes on the defensive end in terms of his shot blocking. He's, an, he's really a fun shot blocker. And it's a bummer because, like, I don't want to see Nas Reed leave looking at a team standpoint, but looking at a player standpoint, like, what's best for Nas? It's, it's his best situation is most likely not with the Wolves. It's not. Um, so that's another player I think we can look to maybe get moved. Uh, he's played really well, especially with the cat going down. Um, he's filled into that void, but he wasn't getting consistent minutes. If you can recall back to when Towns was healthy, Nas did not get the minutes he deserved. The minutes that he was, he was, um, he, he played a lot better than the minutes he was getting. And, you know, could he go to a team that just, I mean, he could be a six man, right? I mean, he could do a lot for a team. And it's going to be a sad day when the Wolves, if the Wolves move on from Nazarene, uh, I hope they don't. Maybe, maybe Nas will be all right with being a, you know, iffy rotational player when he's a starting caliber to six man center. I, maybe he is. I doubt, I doubt so. Um, and I was also thinking too, which I could get, you know, you guys could shot, shoot me down for this, but I was thinking about like, if the, if, you know, they, the Wolves do look to trade Nas, I don't, I haven't looked at the contracts, but what about a Nerlens Noel in, in exchange, right? It's like, I mean, Noel probably won't play very much, and I'm sure you're groaning at, oh, another defensive big who's down low, right? Um, I've been a huge Jones and Well fan for a while, and the Pistons are shopping him right now as they kind of look to rebuild and somewhat tank here. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Nerlens is a guy who you wouldn't really need to play. He could be a good locker room presence or just something like that, right? Um, I also wanted to – so that so I want to go back here to D'Lo. I just wanted to quickly bring up Nas since I was thinking about it. Back to D'Lo uh, – I also saw, because there's rumors early on that Papev wanted to come back to the Wolves. Um, and, you know, just like everybody else, I was giddy at hearing that news. Uh, however, I've seen a lot of, you know, you know, move, you know, trade Dilo to LA for Papev. Like, you know, which not happening. That's just, it's not, the, I don't think the contracts really line up too well in that front. And actually, let me look up uh, Pat Bev's contract uh, but also too do we really think that uh Dilo would want to go back to the lakers after what magic johnson did to him and kind of stabbed him in the back um yeah so he's on a one-year 13 million dollar deal uh so hey i mean he's a unrestricted free agent next year he's 35 uh <clears throat> wolves <clears throat> tim Conley, you know <clears throat> rectify it sign him back next season i don't i mean that this is not gonna i mean that just won't happen the the, the lakers are desperate for for something but they're not desperate for d'angelo russell uh, Magic Johnson's definitely not. Um, he he is still the, the 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 like lead man over there, right? I think so. Uh, the whole Patrick Beverly like you know situation. Um, from what I've seen on like Twitter, and this might not be true because Twitter is not an entire team's fan base, but the Laker fans really don't appreciate like. Now I'm not watching a lot of Laker games. I watched a handful, uh, but I mean, Pepev's not been good this year, but like. The intangibles he's he brings. If like I was thinking about this too, like what if Papev just retires? He's not going to like he's gonna get he's gonna get the bag this offseason. But if he just retires and you know 
comes as an offensive or excuse me, an assistant coach for the Wolves. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, but like the Wolves, Wolves fans just kind of adapted his um, and took on his like leadership, regardless of the points he was putting up. He played really well for the Wolves, I thought too. He he would he was a solid contributor. Um, so yeah, that's really all I had to talk about with D'Lo. Um, bottom line, I'd love for D'Lo to be in a, be in a Timberwolves uniform for many many years to come. However, his contract is his just his main block right now. It's just it doesn't look good for him to 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 stay with the Wolves. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, I'll be very interested if uh, come um, come February tenth and D'Lo is still in the in a Timberwolves uniform. That's the day after the trade deadline. You know, or February ninth at what three o'clock? I think is when the trade three o'clock Central Time. I think is where the trade window closes if he's still a Timberwolf I will be very interested to see how this offseason plays out um because I can't see Tim Conley just letting 30 million in cap just go out the window uh but I I don't know it's gonna be weird if he gets traded it's gonna be weird seeing him in a different uniform I've gotten so used to seeing him with the Wolves um and I just always think about I remember I was in school right after lunch and I get the notification what was like 40 or like 15 minutes for the the trade deadline closes you know d'angelo russell's you know woge trade to the wolves for wiggins and it was like my god i was ecstatic um but you know it's neither here nor there that was how many years ago three so three four so um i hope deal can find a home man that's really it like on a player like a human level like i hope he can find a home he definitely found it with the Wolves, but like I said, the contract's really blocking him right now. And, you know, it's it's a bummer. I say that a lot on the podcast with the things I don't like. Uh, but like I said, I wish the best for him. I hope, like I said, he can find a home. Um, I do hope there's some way that he can play out here. If he really is committed to this team, then, then it will work, I think. But uh, we just don't know enough, and I'm not going to, try to say stuff that I don't know, right? I'll, I can speculate and I can say what I think, but I don't know D'Angelo Russell. I don't see him on a day-to-day basis. I'm not going to be one of those people that just says stuff because I want attention because I don't. And I just wanted to come out here and kind of say some stuff. And that's all my podcast is. So if you don't like it, I apologize. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it, man. I'll try to get it out here. January 17th is the date. So I'm going to try to get it out tonight. If it's not out, then, uh, you know, you can come, uh, Give me hell. But uh, yeah, man, until the next one, I will see you guys later. Peace.